1: Rent continues to be an increasingly chronic issue right across the country, but it's no longer restricted to the typical urban areas. And Anna, Mary, and Ola—they're all residents of a housing estate in County Sligo, which has apparently seen their increase, uh, their rent increase by about seventy percent, effectively overnight. Anna's with us on the programme. Anna, you might just talk us through the timeline of how this first came about.
2: So I suppose um, the story that we're given here today is, uh, my own story is that I moved into the estate about two years ago, moving my family from Dublin um, down west, kind of, I suppose what I was looking for was a better lifestyle at the time. Had a bit of, you know, trouble looking for a house, I had a large dog at the time and a small baby, um, had initially thought that I would get closer to maybe one of the, the bigger towns around being Sligo. Um, or Casa Bar but I found it quite hard so eventually found a house in Tubbercurry County Sligo which is a small small townland, um, around 2000 people, you know very little in terms of um, amen- amenities um, social, social you know swimming pools mm. any of that kind of I thing you really yeah. have yeah you know it yourself so, um, very little in terms of transport links, you know you'd have to drive basically anywhere if you want to get from A to B so, anyways, we are happy enough we found the house um, at the time. The rent was set at €800 Euro per month. I looked around. It seemed to be a little above the average, but with my personal circumstances with the dog and with the baby and everything else, I I, I accepted it. It was fine. Um, the house is a three-bedroom house. It's a little bigger than probably most three-bedroom houses, but, but nothing out of the ordinary. Um, it's nice, it's clean, um, basic enough. My own furniture and that kind of thing. Except that the rent, um, the grounds are nice. There's about 48 houses in the actual estate. Um, it's probably a 10 15 minute walk into the, the local town of Tupper-Curry. Um Happy enough here for the two years. Then just last week, got a knock on the door from the landlord <clears throat> in the evening time. He had said he was giving a rent review. Um, I'm perfectly happy with a rent review. I'm actually a landlord myself. Obviously it's, it's something that you expect once you're in a in a property for twenty four months, especially in the current climate. Um, so I suggest of course, no problem, but I seen that my husband had actually looked at at the figure he was giving us and seemed quite upset by it. So I stood to the door, I said, Oh, what what are you proposing as an increase? So Needless to say when he, when he explained that he wanted to increase my rent from 800 to 1400 which is a 600 euro month increase. I was actually shocked. I ex- I said this is a 75 percent increase. How can you mm. justify this? Um, knowing my rights and being a landlord myself, I kn- I knew that he had to give three um, three um, examples of the same rent paid in the in the same area. The same area, not being the same estate, but the same area, yeah. you know, with, with common facilities, amenities, I suppose, distance from town, transport links, etc., etc. et cetera. So he said, I have given you the three the three examples. You know, when I looked on DAF.E at the time, there were two other properties. One was 900 euros a month for a four bedroom and um, kind of just up the road there. And another was a two bedroom apartment. I think that was up for 800. And um, he says basically he can do as he likes because he's given the three examples. Um, so I basically said to him that I, I said, this going to drive people into homelessness. Uh, you know, what you're doing is not fair. I said, um, how can you stand over and increase the 75 percent? And as we know, there's very little in terms of um, properties to rent in any area at the moment. So somebody that has a monopoly like that over in a state will find it quite easy to to set the market themselves. And, and we there's you is know, it, sorry. Is this, So
1: I was just going to ask, Anna, are you, you're not obviously in a rent pressure zone?
2: No, we're not in a rent pressure zone. And actually where my own houses are are in a rent pressure zone. And that's, that's kind of the comparison I gave at the
1: yeah.
2: time. If I was going to raise a rent like an 800 euro rent currently, by the two or the four percent inflation rate, like the most I could raise that by is 32 euros per month, and here we are being hit with a 600 euro a month en- rent increase that okay. seems to be okay. Like Anna, you know? can can
1: can I just I, I want to bring in another caller as well. Um, Ola yeah. is on the line too. Ola, what's your situation? Hi. uh
3: yes. Yeah, so exactly, my situation is. It's very similar to Anna's. Um, to, to be honest, we were given uh, the rent increase on the same evening. So similarly, like Anna, I'm renting for 800, which was a little bit up, above um, the, the market price at the moment. But similarly, we have a dog, so we decided not to look for for, their, for, for other houses. Um, so my landlord planned to charge for 1400 um in 90 days. And similarly, um, he just justified his decision, giving us his advertisements from his three own houses. Um, like Anna mentioned, like the current guidelines state that landlord can look nationally for any advertisements uh, of similar houses in similar towns with similar amenities. Like you know, just even telling you a little bit myself, like I'm a I'm a immigrant. I'm here twelve years. Uh, most of the time, I was working for the the minimum wage. Um, and I was working with multiple people people from other nationalities, like Latvian, Brazilian, other Polish, Czech, and plenty of Irish people people. Mm. Um, even for me, when I put myself through college and my um, salary rise a little bit but not significantly like you know we really work within quite tight budget with all the prices going up energy going up fuel going up Um, just having to account for another few
1: hundred euros Mm -hmm. on the rent it's it's really difficult what what would this mean for you
3: like to be honest, I'm not in a position to accept it, uh, but in the same time, you're kind of facing the choice like will i if I enter again the rental market and I don't find anything, does that mean that I become a homeless? Like I don't have a family house to move in here. I, there is nothing really said to protect me in any way. And and to be honest, if that was Irish person at the age of 30, 40 years old, you don't really want to move in with your parents either. Mm. Like, you're working, you're doing your best to, make your, to meet your needs, to pay your rents, and, and the people like that can really make it impossible for you.
1: And, Anna, like, what, I mean, with the rent, the hike you're looking at of about 600 euro, I mean, like, is it something you're... Are you in a position to pay it or what will it mean for you, Anna?
2: For me personally, I think it's it's down to the principle of the matter. Like, as I just mentioned earlier, I have houses myself and I would never, ever dream of raising someone's rent by 75% increase. Like I know, there might be people listening today to think, "Oh, we're paying two thousand euro. We're in Dublin, or whatever the comparison might be." But you have to remember that this is an area that doesn't have transport links. That you have to pay for diesel to get to the nearest town. You can't have a, you know, a, there's no cinema here. There's there's no facilities. You have to drive to almost anything. So there is a, you know, a flip side to the cost of living.
1: But you actually uh, moved. You you said you you moved to the I northwest lived, because yes. of the the cost of living. Yeah, yeah. I
2: moved. I moved because I wanted, you know, I wanted a better life for my family, and here we are now. And basically, I, I think like a six hundred euro increase. Like put it this way, anybody hit with a six hundred euro extra a month out of nowhere increase, like the average person, or even the above average person, would would feel that if they're even able to pay. Yeah, let's be honest.
1: Absolutely. Like if
2: somebody came down to you tomorrow and said. Like everybody's, there's uproar at the moment about 30% increases on electricity bills, you know, and how people will afford that and how it's going to throw them over mm-hmm. the edge. But there's no mention of a 75% rent increase okay. on top of that 30 increase. So just imagine the pressure that that's going to put on family. And I really do believe, maybe not myself, but I do believe that it will drive people. To yeah. okay. f- f- yeah.
1: 53106 is the number if you want to get in touch with us. Mary is on the line as well. Mary, what's your story?
0: Yeah, so similarly to Anna and Ola, uh, out of the blue, I've been here uh, almost three years. I'll be here three years in August. And uh, I got through the letterbox. And I have a good relationship with with the landlord. Uh, So it was just the last thing that I expected. Uh, So it's quite a shock to have had this come through the letterbox. And €600, you know, if if we said to anybody listening this morning, your rent or your mortgage is going up €600, you know, what would your reaction be? Uh, it, it It really is just a shock. And I think that's what's striking me, uh, you know, two years ago at the start of the pandemic, Normal People was was filmed here in Tubercurry. We had a little bit of celebrity time. And uh, what's striking me today is, you know, this is, we are very normal people. And this is not just about one small sector of society. You know, it's really about everybody being affected now by this crisis. Um, the rental sector is really badly broken. And I'm thinking as well about um, our young people. I have... Uh, young adults who will be uh, heading out into the world soon. And I'm just thinking, you know, are they ever going to uh, be able to afford a deposit to, to to get a house? I remember when I went to college, I rented. When I had my first job, I rented. And I'm looking at, you know, that for them. Mm. How are they going to even rent? Uh, is every cent that they earn going to go uh, to rent? So I think the, the, the shocking thing about this is that it's happening now Two normal people, if, if uh, excuse the phrase, but it, I think everybody that we know now is going to be affected by this, unless we see our, our TDs and our public representatives do something about this crisis.
1: Is 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 making the area and maybe other um smaller towns around the country. I suppose like look, the market has changed in the sense that in the last two years, so many people during the pandemic have probably moved out of larger cities and relocated to to other to other areas. And where you have towns of maybe approximately a population of about two thousand or two and a half thousand or so people, and a new you know influx of people maybe moving or relocating to these areas, um because of the cheaper rent, maybe there's more demand. But do you think it's time, Mary, to start looking at maybe making other areas rent pressure zones?
0: Absolutely. And uh, I mean, we are not looking at this just from the tenant's point of view because, as Anna said, she is actually a landlord herself. So we're hearing a lot about landlords too complaining that they can't make a bob. You know, if you you just have one rental property, it's maybe your retirement plan. Uh, They're not in a position to make any money either. So it's not just about... Uh, bashing the landlords here—it's about the rental system itself yeah. is broken, and it seems like because rent pressure zones have been introduced now in our bigger uh, cities, that these smaller rural areas are now being targeted for these crazy increases. And uh, it's—you know—it's—it's it's not a simple thing. I think we need to look at rent pressure zones in the round, so that landlords yeah. get compensated adequately and tenants get a reasonable yeah. rent.
1: I mean, have you got advice from anybody, Ola, on this, or where do you stand?
3: So in our desperation, to be honest, we sent emails to all the TDs, county councillors. And it's quite shocking that we barely got any response from them. There is maybe one, two people who decide to maybe look into it further. Um, And to be honest, until they decide to change something, there is little what we can do.
1: So what does this mean, Mary, for you? I mean, will you just have to like will you just have to pay this
0: increase or what what is, is there anything you can do right now I think I'm still in shock and I haven't fully worked out what I'm going to do uh I I don't intend to pay 600 euro of a rent increase uh, but I don't know what the alternatives are right now uh, so I'm still trying to figure this out and I'm still kind of shaken a little bit because it was just the last thing that I that I expected yeah but I would really call on rtds you know in in times gone past, our government uh, would would take a bullet for the people. Now we can't even get an answer to an email. So I'm really calling on our public representatives uh, to look at this properly, not just for us, but for our, our kids who are coming up so that they will have options. Uh, the rental sector is a really important part of the economy. It's an important part of our kids' uh, development. And we have to look after it. It's not something that's a commodity. Mm. And that's what it seems to have turned into. You know, people are, are using the rental sector as a commodity, both uh, domestic investors and foreign investors. And we have to put a stop to this. We have to look after our people, all of our people. Uh, this estate is actually a beautiful place to live in, in a way. and um, We have lots of different nationalities. And sometimes I look out my window and I see all kinds of kids from all kinds of backgrounds, all playing. And I think, God, couldn't Ireland be a great place? If we uh, looked after all of our people, so our public representatives just really have to step up now. Uh, they have to do something. They have to extend the rent pressure zones and uh, make sure that our landlords are looked after as well, okay. so that we have okay. a, a properly functioning uh, rental sector. Yeah. Yeah. And our TDs seem to have a vested interest here. So you know we need to think about that. You know a lot of our la- a lot of our TDs are actually landlords. and and I wonder about that. you know what's the is there is there a conflict of interest here? But they really do have to step okay. up now.